Welcome to Dear So-and-So, a phone call between friends where we offer up advice that no one has asked us for. As always, we'll read some of our favorite advice column questions and give our unsolicited opinions. I'm Alyssa Bloomstein. And I'm Steph Karp. Oh my God, so sorry. <laughs> I just I just completely zoned out, took a drink of water, I was like, Alyssa it. does the intro. <laughs> I don't do anything. Now I'm going to take a sip here. of water. Oh, Good. welcome to Dear So-and-So. Welcome. Alyssa, I have a Dear Amy for you. It's from, it's signed, Diner in a Dilemma. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Dear Amy, my husband and I frequent a local restaurant every week. We've been going to this place sometimes two or three times a week for the last four years. That's a lot. Yeah. There's one waitress who insists on serving us. She is good at her job, but every time she greets us, she kisses us on our lips. It makes me very uncomfortable. I've mentioned to her a few times that I have a cold, so no kisses for me. (laughs) Um, But then the next time we go in, she does it again. Signed, Diner in a Dilemma. Uh, (laughs) uh, This is a a moment when I think the, the, like, the the subtle, you think think you're being clear, but it sounds... (laughs) Like you're being too subtle for this person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't blame them for not reading your cues. Yeah, yeah. Just tell them. You gotta just tell them. No more, no more mouth kisses. We love you. No more mouth kisses. No mouth kisses for me. So okay, so you come in the you you walk in the restaurant with your partner. Yep. Um, the waitress sees you because you come in three or four times every week. Yeah. Um, you come in. They see you. They wave. They're excited to see you. I wave you. back. They run, they, you wave back. They approach you. Um, and I say, to bring Caroline, no mouth kisses for me. <laughs> you just preempt any greeting with Caroline, Caroline, Margaret. No, you have to say no more mouth kisses. For no me. more mouth kisses for me. I love done, you, but I, I hate you. this. I hate this. I hate this. I love you. I hate the mouth kisses. No more mouth kisses for me. Yeah, you couldn't be more clear. <laughs> I like that approach. If somebody who kisses you on the mouth all the time can't take you bluntly saying no more mouth kisses for me, I like don't know they how. They shouldn't be kissing you. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like, like that I level of intimacy is This good. sounds like the type of intimate person who you can tell them no more mouth yeah. kisses for me. Yeah, yeah. None for me. Have you None ever been me, kissed thanks. on the mouth by a server? By a server? Jesus Christ, no. Um, <laughs> do you think it would be weirder if um, she continues to kiss the husband but not the wife? I, you know, or if the, whoever if, this if the husband is, doesn't speak up for himself, I don't, I, you gotta, every man for himself when it comes to mouth kisses. <laughs> I guess what I mean is, like, it'd be really weird for me to go to a establishment where my partner was being kissed by our server and I wasn't. Like, it, like yeah, it'd my be weird, but I think kisses. I would feel so proud of myself for having established having my mouth kiss up, boundary yeah. that I'd be like, yeah. if he wants to keep kissing you on the mouth, that's on him. Like, I would just be like, <laughs> great. Whatever. Good. Take Get your mouth kisses. kiss in with this sloppy guy. Oh, my God. Yeah. You're like, he doesn't brush his teeth nearly as much as I ask him to. So, like, He doesn't go brush wild. his teeth thoroughly enough. Yeah, exactly. We cannot stay here. Venture down one I'll take the other. And I said, leave me. Okay, I have a Dear Mary 
from the spectator and it is signed a e in pusey wilts these are all shortened for counties in they England. are or not H- hence yeah they are hence oh it's is for a county called hampshire and this is yeah this is why for, would yeah, they exactly. shorten it by three letters four letters they shorten all of the counties oh is that okay like in just sort of when they're talking about it like it's just how people talk about it all right dear mary we entertain a lot but have a problem with people spilling red wine Mm -hmm. it is so difficult if not impossible to get the stains out Mm -hmm. is there any way in which you can still be civil and welcoming but only offer either champagne or white wine it's not just teenagers who spill drinks only the other day a well-known military supremo (laughs) a military supremo you said yeah yeah okay. uh only the other sure. day a well-known military supremo put his glass of red down next to him and our dog knocked it onto the pale rug okay there's so many layers yeah it could be that you want to keep your dog out of entertaining spaces it mm-hmm. could be you know like buying pale rugs buying pale couches like these that's on you of, that's on you but and i understand like they're markers of wealth for a reason it's yeah. because people can afford to replace them and pretty yeah, regularly or like professionally like, clean them or, or blah, blah, professionally blah, blah, blah. that right. is exactly why like all this like white home stuff is off-white whatever is yeah. is a marker of class but it sounds like you're really invested in those markers of class and mm-hmm. like a little less invested in the red wine so i don't see why you can't just typically serve champagne or white wine and if someone brings a red just be like oh great and then keep it at the table like yeah. be like oh let's just save this for when we eat yeah and keep it at the table That's yeah fine. It's Absolutely. hard to be sympathetic with this person, but it's it fine. Re- it really is. Do you think that they're only <laughs> serving Crystal Military Pepsi? Military Supremos? <laughs> crystal Pepsi. Oh, <laughs> Remember wow. Remember Crystal Pepsi? Crystal th- Pepsi, yeah, sure. Do you think they've stocked up on it from, like, returned briefly so. in, like, the late 90s, I believe? Yeah. Do you think they, like, bought up every last case? And if anybody wants a cola, they're like, I got you. Here's Mm -hmm. your clear cola. Also reminds me of a thing that I was thinking about recently where I was driving through Cambridge and there used to be this little falafel shop uh, in um, Central Square in, yeah, in Central Square in Cambridge. Mm -hmm. And then I was driving by and there was a guy coming out of the shop and he took the entire paper off. He took like the paper and the tinfoil off. Like he was just holding it. Oh, like, God. Nothing, right? Like, did, uh, the, the bravest person to ever walk the earth. It all fell out the bottom. Oh, my God. Not <laughs> smart. Come on, man. Like, have you seen drunk people doing that with burritos and you're just, just like. Just unwrapping the whole burrito? Yes. No, it's more common to see people eating the tinfoil. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I feel like that's more common. Which is worse. Well, eating the tinfoil. Well, I guess it depends how much food you lose when you remove the tinfoil. <laughs> burritos can kind of hold together. Burritos, if a burrito is made right, I yeah. mean, like, it's tucked. Like, yeah, it's, it's got tucked, a firm so tuck it, and a fold. Yeah. A the pita pocket. Pita's not smart. Yeah. The tensile strength, I think, would be the word we're probably looking for here. Yeah. Of a pita pocket, it's low. Uh-huh, that is the yeah. right word, right? Tensile strength. Tensile? Yeah, tensile strength. What is Tensile. Um, the resistance of a material for, to breaking under tension. I've, I learned a word. <laughs> I learned a word today. Hello. 
Alyssa, I found some Ask a Managers this week. I found an Ask a Manager for you. Okay. Okay. Every month, my work has a pep rally, Mm -hmm. in quotes, a pep rally, where the whole staff gets together to highlight what's going on in each department. My boss, the executive director, has recently decided she wants to cure everyone of using the words um, uh, or like. No. When they are talking. (laughs) Sorry. No. Hold Um, hold your questions till the end. Hold on a second. Yeah. Talk to a linguist. Okay. Hold your questions till the end. Her idea is that each pep rally, two people will present some sort of five minute speech on their department and we will all watch and count how many times the person says, um, uh, or like. No. It's horrible. It makes you overthink everything because you're so conscious that all your peers are staring at you waiting for your next um. A bunch of us call it the shaming. (laughs) Capital T. Capital Capital S. S. The shaming. The shaming. It doesn't seem to help and it makes people feel bad afterwards. When you're done, our boss announces how many times you've said um and lets you know what else you could work on. I just don't think this is right. I get what my boss is trying to do, but I feel like there's a better way to go about it. Would I be out of line if I said something to her about how I felt? Okay, here's what I would do. Yeah. At the next pep rally where I am presenting a five-minute speech on my department, my speech would not be on my department it would be on why <laughs> like theory yeah. exactly why I would people read, use um uh, or exactly like. i would yeah. read several scholarly articles yep. on why the use of uh, um uh, exists mm. in every single every language single language yeah i mean yeah. um and uh are particularly american but you could do like a uh, like the french or an er yeah <laughs> some british people but i would just like get up there with with Mm -hmm. the best scholarly writing that i could find and just like lay into it and if anybody tries to stop me i would just bulldoze right through them and don't watch your ums or uhs or likes in fact make sure to really pepper the paper with them Set the bar high so that the next time someone else has to do this, mm-hmm. they can be like, at least I didn't say um, uh, or like as much as Alyssa did when right. she read all the scholarly articles yeah. about, yeah. Oh my God. And then it's also, are they going to count the times that you say it on purpose because it's being talked about in <laughs> yeah, the yeah, article? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good, that's going to be a high count. You can also uh, decide to like cheer to like be excited about your end <gasps> when results. When people score. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> or... You can turn it into a drinking game. And so uh, mm. get some vodka going around the room. I mean, you're going to get mm-hmm. fired for all of my yeah, right. ideas. Yeah. But you might as well go out drunk if you're going to go out. And every yeah, time sure. someone says, uh, um, or like, everybody takes a shot of vanilla Svedka. Out of the coffee cup that they've hidden it in. <laughs> Is it Svedka? Is that the... Yeah, Svedka. Yeah, Svedka. I, the last I just time wanted I to make sure I was thinking of exactly the looking bottle that I was thinking of. And That's, you bet I was. You bet you were. Yeah. yeah. Um, the last time I bought a bottle of Svedka was 4th of July in 2011. Mm-hmm. 2011, I think. And um, they'd covered the bottle with an American flag. Yeah, they and, have. Um, oof, it was a lot. But yeah. it was... Yeah. I love something. their their like bottle wrappers. Like I love how mm-hmm, Svetka yeah. just like wraps their bottles in it. like yeah. ombre hues uh, to market their mango pineapple vodka. Oh yeah, they're unabashed. They're not ashamed yeah. at all. They're and not you ashamed. shouldn't be ashamed of your ums, uhs, uh, uhs, or likes either. Just in the way no. that Svetka is not ashamed of their trashy packaging. Take a cue from Svetka. 
Um, do you have any great. advice for this? I just no. Um, you answered it perfectly. Mm-hmm. You answered it perfectly. Just get educational. Yeah. What the fuck? This is worse than the boss who tapes the person's mouth. No, you it's think not. so? No, it's no, not. it's not. <laughs> that is like physical abuse. That is extreme. Remember that, dear listeners. You listeners months go months back ago, to episode three when they're when the boss didn't like uh, what somebody was saying, they would require that the person tape their mouth. If they had a bad idea, bad idea. it's not even if they disliked it. It's just like mm, bad idea. That was that was a bad idea. That was dumb. Yeah. You're not allowed to speak for the rest of the meeting. Tape Please your put mouth. A piece of tape over your mouth. Piece tape of your tape. mouth shut. Tape your mouth shut. <laughs> oh my god! And Alyssa rightly advised caller to come tape. to the meeting pre-taped. Pre-taped. I don't have any good ideas. But then I also advise that you put a little hole in the middle of your tape so you can sip some soylent through a straw like any Mm -hmm. good employee. Because you're going to stay productive all day. And hydrated. And hydrated. Yeah. God, I could be more hydrated right now. (sighs) Okay. I have one for you from Ask a Manager. It's called Coffee Wars. Okay. I have an employee who's very particular about his coffee. He has confronted a few people in the lunchroom about mixing pots. Okay. When the pots are around half full, many people will mix the two so that they can brew another pot. Okay. The coffee is exactly the same, except for being brewed at different times. Like, the two they've mixed together. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're the, My, they are the same, uh, like, coffee, coffee ground. Yeah. Like, made it's from in, the, same in the same beans. Same beans. Same beans made in the same device, yeah. different temperatures. D- drip. Yeah. My employee would rather dump out the older pot and then brew a new pot, leaving one half-full pot. Okay. Some of my coworkers have asked that I speak with him about his wasteful practices with coffee. This is somewhat in jest, but also somewhat serious. The guy in question actually complained to me last week about the coffee mixing practices of other people, so now I am hearing it from both sides. I don't drink the coffee very often, nor do I know much about the quality of coffee, so this battle is pretty foreign territory to me. I'm never supportive of wasting money coffee but perhaps mixing <laughs> sorry <laughs> yeah i like the parenthetical coffee is never currency. Supported wasting money that. coffee um in this case coffee mm-hmm. but perhaps mixing pots brewed at different times is some type of workplace sin i'm told by my coworkers that it definitely isn't another parenthetical okay how should I handle this issue? I find it a little silly to dedicate time to this issue, but as with any issue, if you completely ignore it, it can get worse over time. I am frankly shocked that this employee, who is very uh-huh. particular about his coffee, is drinking workplace coffee. I know. That's sort of the thing where I'm just like, I am shooketh by this. I, yeah, I, if you care... Get other not, not like brewed in a like 20 year old. I you cannot know, Mr. believe this coffee. guy isn't making like pour over and like yelling for at people for being himself. near his pour over. Exactly. Like just bring number one, bring your own stuff. Number two, get your coffee somewhere else. Number three, just wait till the new pot is brewed. Yeah. And drink from the new pot. Exactly. Like, yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah. You don't, no one's making you drink the mixed pot do you think he's accidentally drank drunk from the mixed pot and it was and uh, then he, it upsetting. upsetting. Mm-hmm. he if it really matters that much i'm sure if he did a taste test mm. he could figure out which one was fresher and if yeah he, you could spit you don't even have to swallow it you don't even just get by the sink spit taste yeah. spit taste like a wine. Spit, and then decide and if you can't tell the difference you we've just proven that it doesn't matter yeah but you will know the difference. The fresh one will be hotter. You could probably just touch the pots, honestly. <laughs> touch a pot. You know, touch Put a pot. A Which pot. one's hotter? What's um, your feeling about marrying, uh, like, 
want two two half full pots together. I'm probably with this guy. Like I'd probably just pour out the older pot. Mm, yeah, I really do think, especially when they're sitting on the heater, like mm-hmm. the thing that yeah, they get the burnt co- and terrible. They get kind of burnt and gross. So like I, I'm kind of with him. Like I don't want the same coffee sitting in the same over and over, like, never being over and over and over and over. Who knows yeah. how I, old it is? So I'm with this guy, but I also given that that's not you know sort of the majority feeling yeah. in this office. Like get over it. Wait for the new pot or figure out your own system yeah just who cares no one's making you do this do you ever get a tiny bit nervous when you're answering these and you like can see the point of view of the clearly like not in the asshole i just admitted like i'm probably with this guy i'm probably gonna throw out the other pot like imagine yourself in that workplace like and then trying to decide how you align yourself properly but like still (laughs) i think about you're like you're like i agree with this guy but also you're in the wrong like yeah um my other thought when reading this was instead of marrying the pots why don't Uh we take one of the pots put it in a pint container and put it in the fridge for some iced iced coffee coffee. but I don't know who's drinking iced coffee and I certainly don't want to contribute to like fridge clutter because I also know in a shared workplace that just like these sort of serious yeah because if I've learned anything from working in the restaurant industry it's that you may go into a fridge because somebody has ordered iced tea only to Uh find that no one has brewed new iced tea since the last time you brewed iced tea two weeks ago and like a little bit of mold is on top "Mm." <laughs> but it might also delight someone to have oh the God. option of an iced coffee in the afternoon. So just I feel it. it out. I would. I love that answer, and I I love the idea of feeling out if someone would be particularly into that. And maybe if someone is into it, then they can kind of be responsible for like making sure it gets emptied every now and then, or yeah. like you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, Sounds yeah, delicious. Make make allies and not enemies. You know what I mean? Like just yeah, just find yeah, find the people that can help you achieve your vision because it also works for them, you Mm -hmm. know? Yeah. (laughs) This is like basic, basic strategy, you know, like align over common interests. Yeah. Find the iced coffee person. They're there. Yeah. They're there. They're around. Are you an iced coffee person? I used to be, but I can't drink more than one cup of coffee now. Mm, And you prefer it to be hot. And I prefer it to be hot and first Mm. thing in the morning. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I no longer drink coffee. I'm a tea person. I'm a Twinings tea person. I've been making a tea treat that I can't wait to make for you. It is, and you can make it at home too, but it's um, you put some honey in the bottom of a cup. You muddle a bunch of mint in there. (gasps) So I put like all ready. Put just like a splash of your boiling water in there, muddle the mint with the honey, and then you pour the hot water and brew the tea, brew the black tea, and then you add, if you like, just like, you know, a splash of oat milk or a splash of whatever kind of like non-dairy milk you like. And it is a delicious treat, Alyssa. This is like medium verging on uh, like Middle Eastern. Oh, yeah. It's totally verging on Middle Eastern because I stole it from Phil's, which was founded in the U.S. by a Middle Eastern man. So, yeah, I just, like, after working at Phil's, I was like, oh, this is how I want my tea now forever. Okay, 
I have a Hey Shira, which is from Tablet Magazine, which is a Jewish publication that I don't know much about, but I do know that they have an advice column called Hey Shira. This one is signed <laughs> Overgrown. Hey Shira, is it okay if I switch barbers for the next few weeks? My barber is a very nice and very chatty guy who has started to become a lot more religious, and I know he will judge me for cutting my hair during the Omer. I wear a kippah and often talk about uh, religion and being Jewish. He has strong opinions and likes to think we're both on the same team in terms of being observant, but I need a haircut, not a lecture. Signed, overgrown. Okay. I don't know much about the Omer. I, I like did look it up and I do know kind of like one of the traditions is that like you don't get haircut. There are several things, but one of the things is that like, yeah, you usually don't get haircuts during that time. How long is Omer? How long is the time? Maybe it's a month. Uh It's a long time. That's a long time. Long time um, without a haircut. I liked this question less uh, less because of the Jewish content, though obviously that's interesting oh, it's as well. More about making sure that people still feel like you're you are on the same team, even though maybe you don't like do the same thing. Yeah, 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 this, yeah. Like, I like desire this... to be like, yeah, we're the same, right? Yeah, and also I like this because <laughs> I feel like people have questions about whether they should uh, break up with their hairdresser, their blah, 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 their blah, 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 uh-huh. all the time because of stuff like this, but without the religious content. Right. <laughs> Do you know? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. My yeah. hairdresser, blah, blah, blah. Should Always I wants to, to talk about X, Y, and Z. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Do yeah, I yeah. keep going to my hairdresser even though they keep talking about their breakup and I don't want to talk about their breakup? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, um, in those cases, you're, you're, okay, so this is what happened to me. I had a stylist in mm-hmm. San Francisco that I loved. He went through, he dated the same person for like, I don't know, a decade. Okay. He, they were both from Iowa. She had moved moved there with him like I don't know as far as I could tell it was like they were the only people they'd ever fucking dated okay um he used to cut my hair for like four years and then one day he was like we broke up and I was like oh no it was 11 years that's right okay so he was like we broke up and I was like oh no and then the next time I came to see him he was um definitely hung over gave me a really bad haircut oh no and had been just like going out to party a lot so he was telling me about these like picking up these girls at this bar i knew like i was just like i don't want to hear the story at all no. and then the next time i went to go get a haircut from him he had fled the coop he was gone <laughs> so i kind of think that when your barber is like kind of going through a time like that okay. problem might solve itself like they'll give you one bad haircut and then they'll just peace out and mm-hmm. like start their life over somewhere else yeah 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 yeah. this person doesn't want to break up with their barber right they, they like just, their barber they're they just, just afraid need of the judgment yeah and i think if you want to preserve a like re- if you've got this great relationship with them and you want to preserve it go get a haircut somewhere else actually i wouldn't judge i know i would go go Stand for your Jewish beliefs versus their Jewish beliefs. I mean, I sure, if you want to. I also think, like, if you suspect that, like, this will just end up, um, like, changing your relationship in a way that you don't want it to. Listen, mm, you don't sure. rely on this person. Like, you don't have an intimacy with this person like a friend. Okay. 
You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know, yeah, there's yeah. nothing. You don't owe them sort of like coming clean to them. This is a person who you see every few weeks and you just want to be have a pleasant interaction with. Okay. You know? Yep, yep, yep. So if it just depends. Like, if you want to deepen your relationship, go. Sure. And be yourself. Yep. And if you want to keep it just like very light and pleasant and like not get into it, go get haircuts somewhere else this one time. I think but that also, totally checks out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I guess I, I mean? just I just do. I, I want to be careful to, to like that it's. Yeah, I think you're saying the same. Like, if it, it is not always, it it may be combative to like stand up for why you choose to do the things you do yeah. within the context of religion. I kind of get the sense when this person says he is a very chatty guy. I kind of like it. Kind of, I hear blowhard. You know what I mean? Like, I just hear someone who's like never gonna let you fucking hear the end of it, and okay. is like he has strong opinions and likes he has strong opinions like. To state this in the in the question this way just kind of makes me feel like this is a person who's kind of like a big personality. They're kind mm-hmm. of always talking. They don't even know if they've said this these stories to you before. Right. You know what I mean? Like they're that kind of person. And that kind of person is definitely not going to listen to you in a nuanced way about like, oh, why you don't like observe the same things at this time. Like they're just going to they're just going to have an opinion about it. And you're going to be that kind of person to them now. Sure. You know, and if that's the case, like do what you need to do. Yeah. 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 I think that's great. Great. I love this question so much. It's it's a pretty good one. It's a pretty good one. I, and I'm definitely like reading a lot in between the lines here about their barber. Like, but I do like the the case of like preserving relationships in the uh, what like in in the way that you want them to be. Like, if you want your relationship with your barber to be light, rock on. You got it. Yeah. That's the thing. I don't think we need like constant authenticity and depth with every single person no. in our lives. Like I think it's really important to have acquaintances, community members, like people you're pleasant with that yep. like fill all these different kinds of gaps in the relationship yeah. cosmos, you know? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. like that preserving those is totally a worthwhile thing to do yes. and doesn't make you a shallow or bad person. Yeah. So I agree. Oh, that's yeah. so good. Thank you. Yeah. You got it. Thank you, Steph, and thank you, listeners, for spending another half hour listening to our useless advice. You can find us online at dearsoandso.pizza. You can find new episodes as well as old, as well as a place to submit your own questions. You can also leave us a voicemail. We'll play it on the show. Our number is daddog5078. It's D-A-D-D-O-G 5078. You can see, I don't know, more pictures, more content, more nonsense at our Instagram, at Dear So and So Podcast. Our music is by our friend, Busy Hemphill. And as always, I'm Alyssa Bloomstein. And I'm Steph Karp. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. It would travel so far.